0: Welcome to Truths for Life with Pastor Teacher Chris Hall. So tonight in our study of the book of Revelation, we turn to Revelation chapter 7. And we're going to read this entire chapter. We're going to modify a couple of things as we read through this chapter just so we can get through it in a little um, more timely manner. And then we're going to talk about the book of Revelation. Now where we are in Revelation chapter 6, Jesus begins to open the seals of that scroll that he took from the hand of the Father, that scroll that represents the final judgments of God upon this world and the final acts of God as we move toward the triumphal second coming of Jesus Christ and the the rejuvenation of this world, the setting up of the millennial reign of Christ. That will eventually lead to the new heaven and the new earth. And so uh, in Revelation chapter 6, we look at, looked at the opening of those six seals from that scroll. And uh, those six seals represents judgments that begin to fall upon the earth during the time of the tribulation. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Now we move to Revelation chapter 7, and we have a scene in heaven, and we have a scene on earth. It's pretty exciting what these scenes depict, and this, this prophecy of that which is going to happen, surely, in the days to come. Revelation chapter 7, verse 1, And after these things, John said, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, on the sea, or on any tree. Then John said, I saw another angel descending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth, the sea, or the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000. All the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. Twelve thousand were sealed from the tribe of Judah, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Manasseh, Simeon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin. Twelve thousand each from these tribes were sealed. After these things, John said, I looked and behold a great multitude which no one could number of all nations and tribes and peoples and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures, And they fell on their faces before the throne and they worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes? Where did they come from? And I said, Sir, you know. So he said to me, these are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. And They shall neither hunger anymore nor thirst anymore. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of waters. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Revelation chapters 6 through 19 give us details of that period of time that will occur after the rapture of the church. That is called the tribulation. According to the Bible... The tribulation, the time of the tribulation, will last for seven years. It will begin sometime after the rapture of the church. It will begin with the ascendancy of the Antichrist. And the time of the tribulation will end with the literal return of Jesus Christ to this earth. In the book of Revelation, the judgments of God that fall on the earth during the tribulation are described in a series of sevens. Seven seals are opened, the seven seals of that scroll that Jesus has in His hand. But the seventh seal consists of seven trumpets, and the seventh trumpet consists of seven bowl judgments. Six of the seven seals are opened in Revelation chapter 6, and we have already seen those six seals open. And those six seals that were opened in Revelation chapter 6 reveal the Antichrist, who will become the world dominator, the ruler of the world during the time of the Tribulation. The seals also that were open in Revelation 6 reveal great warfare during that period of time in history. Famine that will Overcome the globe, the death of many, many people, the martyrs of the church and the the martyrs of the saints, the martyrs of those, the martyrdom of those who will give their life to Christ during the time of the tribulation. And the sixth seal revealed cosmic disturbances that will be displayed in the heavens and on the earth. And that was in Revelation chapter 6. Now, when we turn to Revelation chapter 7, we expect to find the seventh seal open. But that is not the case. Revelation chap- chapter 7 is a pause between the opening, opening of this, these seals. Revelation chapter 7 is a pause, and in this chapter, we are shown two very unusual and wonderful visions. One of these visions transpires on earth. The other vision that is revealed to us in Revelation 7 happens in heaven. Each one of these visions, the one in heaven and the one on earth, is built around a large group of people. You might be surprised to know that one of the greatest times of turning to Jesus the world will ever know is going to happen during the time of the tribulation. After the rapture of the church, there are no Christians on the earth, but the book of Revelation tells us that as time goes by in the, the, the time of the tribulation, not everyone will give allegiance to the Antichrist. There will be those who turn to Christ and are saved during the time of the tribulation. In fact, there will be a great multitude of people who will not receive the mark of the beast, who will not turn to the Antichrist. They will turn to Christ. And many people will be saved, giving their life to Christ during the time of the tribulation. Revelation reveals that a great number of those people who do so will be killed by the Antichrist and his forces because of their faith in Christ and their refusal to follow the Antichrist. So let's take a look at this exciting chapter. First of all, I want us to see the restraining angels. This chapter begins with John seeing four angels standing at the four corners of the earth. Of course, this is a symbolic way of referring to the four points of the compass, north, south, east, and west. John described these angels as holding back the wind from blowing upon the earth. Now, this wind represents the continuing judgment of God. The judgment of God has already begun to fall upon a rebellious world during the time of the tribulation as revealed in the opening of the six seals of that scroll that Jesus holds in His hand. But now there's a pause in the falling of these judgments. That's represented by these angels holding back the wind, the wind of judgment from blowing upon the earth. These angels are symbolically holding back the judgment of God because something has to be done before God's judgment can continue to fall upon the earth. The first six judgments we've already studied will probably occur during the first half of the seven years of the tribulation. They will occur in pretty quick order. Simultaneously, they will have their effects during the entire time of the tribulation. But the first six judgments we've already studied probably will begin during the first half of the seven years of the tribulation. The last seal which consists of seven trumpets and then seven bowl judgments, will probably occur during the last half of the seven years of tribulation. The events of this chapter most likely will occur in the middle of the tribulation. And it's in the middle of the tribulation, three and a half years into that seven-year period of the tribulation, that one of the greatest revivals the world has ever seen will occur. In the midst of God's judgments, as God's judgments are coming upon the earth, something amazing happens. The nation of Israel is going to turn to the Lord Jesus Christ and the nation as a whole will finally accept Jesus as their Messiah, Lord, and Savior. And as a result, Israel will become the witnessing nation to the world that God has always uh, called the nation of Israel to be. And as a result of Israel fulfilling that mission, multitudes of Gentiles, non-Jews, will be saved as a result of their ministry. That's what Revelation 7 is about. So let's look at the revival of Israel. According to the timeline presented in the Bible, the turning of Israel to Jesus will occur at the midpoint of the tribulation, coinciding with the Antichrist breaking his treaty with Israel. Daniel chapter 9 says that when the Antichrist breaks his treaty with Israel, he will put an image of himself, the Antichrist, will put an image of himself in the temple that will be rebuilt in Jerusalem at the beginning of the tribulation. And the Antichrist will declare that he is the God of that temple. And the Antichrist will demand that Israel and the world finally see and understand that he is God. And he will demand that all worship him as God. That image of the Antichrist in the temple is what Daniel and Jesus himself referred to as the abomination that causes desolation that will one day be put into the temple. Now, when this happens, when this treachery of the Antichrist happens, when he breaks his treaty that he signs at the beginning of the tribulation, that security treaty with the nation of Israel, when the true nature of the Antichrist is finally revealed midway through the time of the tribulation, the Bible teaches that the eyes of the Jewish people will finally be opened. And Israel, in mass, Israel as a nation, will finally turn to Jesus, accept Christ, as their Messiah, Savior, and Lord. And Israel, during the time of the tribulation, will finally become the witnessing, missionary nation that God has always intended for Israel to be. You see, there has always been individual Jews who have accepted Christ. Individual Jews who have received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. But that has never happened with the nation of Israel as a whole. But that will happen. The nation of Israel, in mass as a whole, will turn to Christ during the time of the tribulation. The four angels of Revelation chapter 7, verse 1, temporarily hold back further judgment from God falling upon the earth so that an angel can seal 144,000 witnesses from the 12 tribes of Israel. These 144,000 missionaries will come out of a redeemed nation of Israel. They will be zealous. They will be on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ. The seal that is placed upon these 144,000 missionaries represents God's ownership represents God's security of these believers. Now, this sealing, this calling of the 144,000 will happen when Romans 11.26 is finally fulfilled. Romans 11.26 says this, And so all Israel will be saved. The Bible says that an angel will place God's mark on the 144,000 missionaries, evangelists, that will come out of the redeemed nation of Israel that will be dedicated to preaching the truth about Jesus. The Bible teaches that God always marks His own. He marked Abraham and Israel with circumcision. In the first Passover, he marked the homes of the Hebrews with blood on their doorpost. And the Bible says that when a person is born again, God marks that person, that Christian, with a special mark. When you were saved, when I was saved, God marked us. And what was that mark? The Bible says that mark that God places upon his own is the seal or the presence of the Holy Spirit of God. When you gave your life to Christ, God marked you as belonging to Him. And that mark is the indwelling Holy Spirit of God in your life. Ephesians 1.13, In Him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. The seal of the Holy Spirit marks a believer as belonging to God. It is the seal and the presence of the Holy Spirit that preserves us and protects us and secures the believer as belonging to God. Now, through the years, various groups have claimed that they were the (laughs) 144,000. The Bible makes it abundantly clear that these 144,000 come out of a redeemed Israel. 12,000 each from each one of the tribes of Israel. There's always been a remnant of Jewish believers, but during the tribulation, Israel will finally become the witnessing and missionary nation God intended intended for it to be. Israel will finally carry the good news of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. Why will Israel turn to Jesus at that time? The treachery of the Antichrist against Israel plays a part. Also the ministry of two Jewish witnesses that will look at in Revelation 11, their powerful ministry and impact on the nation of Israel will have an influence on Israel turning to Christ. And also the intervention of God. The conversion of the nation of Israel, the hatred of the Antichrist and Satan will be inflamed by Israel turning to Christ and rejecting the Antichrist. And the hatred of the Antichrist and Satan will be inflamed against the 144,000. And the Antichrist, Satan, the forces of the Antichrist will be determined to wipe out the 144,000 and determine eventually to wipe out the nation of Israel. But the seal of God on the 144,000 will protect them until their mission of preaching the gospel to all of the earth is accomplished. Can you imagine the nation of Israel, the Jewish people on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth is God intended for the nation of Israel to do when he called them. That has never happened. And if it never happens, then a purpose and a plan of God has failed and God never fails. That will happen during the time of the tribulation. Led by the 144,000 brave evangelists, have come to Christ. Israel will cover the earth with a witness for the Lord Jesus, even in the midst of the hatred of the Antichrist, even in the midst of the judgments of God that are falling upon the face of the earth. And so that's the first group that is highlighted in Revelation chapter 7, the 144,000 representing a redeemed nation of Israel. The second group that is mentioned in this chapter is found beginning in verse 9. While the 144,000 are on the earth, another group is seen. John is able to see another group, a great multitude that no one can number. But this group is not on earth. This group is in heaven. Who are these people? Well, John said, I don't know, but he asked the question. The answer was given, this group is the Gentile masses who will be saved on earth because of the witness of the 144,000 Jewish missionaries. The 144,000 and a redeemed nation of Israel its witness for Christ will be effective. And a great multitude will be saved because of the witness of these missionaries and the nation of Israel. This group who were saved on earth is seen in heaven because almost everyone who is saved in the tribulation will be persecuted, prosecuted, attacked, terrorized, and almost everyone who is saved comes to Christ during the time of the tribulation will lose their life to the hatred of the Antichrist. John said he saw a vast multitude of people who came from every people group on the earth, of all nations, ethnic groups, of all kindreds, Family groups, and of all people in tongues, language groups. This reminds me everyone may not be welcome in some churches, but everyone who is saved is welcomed in heaven, no matter who they are and no matter where they come from. Verse 14 says of this multitude, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. These believers sealed their testimony with their own blood. They became martyrs for the faith. Why will all these people be saved? Well, the rapture will leave a great impression upon many people. Not everyone during the time of the tribulation will be inclined to turn to the Antichrist, will be deceived by the Antichrist. These people will be saved by the witness of the 144,000. They will be saved in response to the terrible judgments of God pouring out all around them. Multitudes of people will be saved during the time of the tribulation. Have you ever wondered why the time of the tribulation lasts for seven years? God doesn't have to take seven years to bring judgment upon a lost world. God could do it immediately. Why does He take seven years? Because in the midst of those judgments, a God who desires that all are saved and come to repentance gives those who are lost more time to be saved. He's a God of grace and a God of mercy. What a wonderful chapter Revelation chapter 7 is. So what are our conclusions from this chapter? First of all, the God of the Bible is sovereignly in control of human history. The book of Revelation is history written before it happens. Will this happen? Yes, sir. Because the God of the Bible, not the leaders of this world, not the powers of this world, but the God of the Bible, He is the one who is sovereignly in control of human history. The second conclusion is this. God is not through with the nation of Israel. He chose Israel to be His witnessing and missionary nation to the earth. Israel has never fulfilled that purpose. But one day it will. One day, Israel will come to Christ. Number three, God is a God of judgment. But He is first and foremost a God of mercy and grace. God's judgment only comes after His grace has been long rejected. The greatest turning to Christ in the history of the world will occur during the greatest time of judgment, during the time of the tribulation. Another conclusion is this. The Lord seals those who accept Christ with the presence of the Holy Spirit. What is the greatest evidence that you're a Christian? It's not the fact that you've joined a church. Many people who are not Christians have joined churches. The greatest evidence that you're a Christian is not the fact that you've been baptized. There are many people who have never been saved who have been baptized. The greatest evidence that you have been born again is the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. Romans 8 9 says, Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. The Lord seals those who accept Christ with the presence of Of the Holy Spirit. What are the evidences that the Holy Spirit of God is in our life? Well, here's some evidences that the Holy Spirit lives within you. A transformed life. God changes those that He saves. He makes them different. He gives them a new heart, a new mind, new desires, a new direction in life. We're born again. We're made new creations. A transformed life. A changed life, a life turned toward God, is the evidence that the Holy Spirit of God lives within you. A desire to serve God and to know God in a greater way is an evidence that the Holy Spirit of God lives within you. A desire for holiness, a desire for holy living. The first name of the Holy Spirit is holy. And if the Holy Spirit of God lives within you, there will be in you a desire to live a holy life. Also, another evidence that the Holy Spirit of God lives within you is the growing evidence of the fruit of the Spirit in your life. If the Holy Spirit lives within you, if He's in charge of your life, then the fruit of the Spirit will be more in you as the Holy Spirit manifests that fruit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Another conclusion we can make from Revelation chapter 7 is this. People from every nation on earth will be in heaven. (laughs) People from every nation. People of every color. People of every language. People of every every ethnic group, people of every origin of every nation will be in heaven. God loves all people everywhere. And in heaven, there'll be people from all over the globe in heaven. And if God loves people from everywhere, so should we. Another conclusion is this. The believers who were saved during the time of the tribulation, most of them, will give their lives for Christ. They will not bear the mark of the Spirit. They will live for Jesus. And as a result, most of them will lose their lives to the fierce wrath of the Antichrist. Thank you for joining us in our study of the book of Revelation tonight, Revelation chapter 7, a powerful chapter. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Truth for Life with pastor teacher Chris Hall is a presentation of Hall Sports Communications. To contact us, you can send an email to chrishall71 at hotmail.com. That's chrishall71 at hotmail.com. Be sure to join us for our next program. Until then, stay safe and may God bless you.